we go. Welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I can't wait to dig into your chart just for the audience to get to know you. Why don't you tell us a line about what you do in the world and one line about what you hope to get from the reading? Okay, so I am an attorney. I work with uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, franchise owners, just basically helping develop their businesses um, through legal advice. And what I hope to get from the reading, basically, I have no expectations. I come here just to learn and to see what you can tell me about my path or, you know, what I'm, what I'm, what is my purpose down here in Earth? <laughs> I love this. And I love, um, you know, one of the things that I tell my clients is that I believe that astrology is the psychology of the universe that our ancestors knew about and just as you were telling me what you do i already see things that i can't wait to tell you so um and just as a reminder life path astrology is telling you more about what your soul came in to do and not this not just the physical realm like how do you put it all together how is your soul's mission aligned with what you're doing now so you can really get to that purpose and I love to start with the sun sign because the sun sign is what everyone knows. And I'm looking at your sun sign and girl, you're a Scorpio. Yes. So, so the sun sign is how you see yourself. So you, so Scorpio has a lot of archetypes. First of all, people call it the shaman, the shaman of the universe, of the Zodiac. It is um, very deep. It does not like superficial conversation. It does not like superficial topics. It wants to go really into the depths of a person's mind, their person's soul. Um, they love to research. You probably see yourself as someone who connects, collects the information. But once again, we're not talking about like headline news or what someone said on Facebook, you are going to go as deep to the root of the source of the matter as you can, because that's what Scorpio does. It digs deep to the root. Um, very, and, and there's a spiritual side. There's a little bit even, um, you know, out of all the signs, like if Scorpio had a character to represent her in TV show, she would be the goth girl. She intimidates people. People want to know her, but she's a little intimidating because she could be really deep and intense. What comes up for you when I say that? Uh, the research part, yes, for sure. And I, I think I psychoanalyze everyone I, I meet, or at least I try. I try to, to put together their personality really quick. And I think I'm, I guess, pretty good judge, judge of character. I think sometimes I'm wrong, obviously. But yeah, I mean, that matches. Yes. And it's so interesting that you said psychoanalyze because Scorpios would be very good therapists. If you like, mm -hmm. if not that the lawyer thing isn't going to work out for you because clearly you're on a path, but like that would, that's something that really comes naturally to you to kind of be able to understand people at a deep level because you're not superficial. You're really thinking, I want to really understand this person as, as deep down. I want to know them for, for everything and not just for what they show me. Um, it's also interesting because you have it in the eighth house and the eighth house is the natural ruler of Scorpio as well. It represents Scorpio energy. Another thing that comes up for me when I see all that Scorpio is um, Scorpio in the tarot represents the death card or the tower card. And so there's a sense of transformation, births and deaths starting and ending. So I don't know if you've experienced a lot of like changes and transformation and things falling and then having to start all over again is just something that comes up for me as something that even though it's difficult it's something that you really learn to navigate like transformation okay cool okay so the the sun sign is how you see yourself 
And in the Life Path Astrology, it is your secret sauce. It's what you bring to everything you do that makes you magical in this work that you're here to do on the world. So your secret sauce, your magic, is being able to get to the root of things. Now, your rising sign is how people see you. So it's really interesting because you're like right on the border. Now you put a very specific time. So I have a feeling, do you know if that's your exact time? Were you born exactly? No, it's a more or less time. Yeah, I don't know if it was 3.50 or then, but, but yeah, I, it's somewhere around 4 p.m. It was in the afternoon and it was in between 3 and 4, but I wasn't sure exactly. Okay, you know what? Give me one second. I'm going to put okay. pause. Give me one second. So here we go. So based on your time of birth, your rising sign is... Pisces, which is super interesting. It's and it's interesting because it's right on the border. Had you been, you know, if had you been born like a little bit later, there's a possibility you could have been a little bit more Aries, but you're really brought in here to reflect to people the Pisces energy. So I don't know if you know about Pisces, but Pisces is very empathic. They can enter a room and feel everyone's energy. They're very intuitive. Um, they can be emotional. They're very, also very go with the flow. They're friendly sign. Um, you know, I don't know if you know, but the Zodiac runs from Aries to Pisces. By the time it gets to Pisces, Aries is considered the infant of the Zodiac. And by the time you get to Pisces, Pisces is like afterlife connected to the, the source, universe, spirituality, like the universe. It's more about like being supported by something bigger than the earth. And so Pisceans also tend to be daydreamers, hopeless romantics, like really mm. believe in the good of the world and the planet and the universe. Um, and so the rising represents how people see you. So you see yourself as this mystical researcher getting behind people and people see you as friendly, a daydreamer, hopeless romantic, seeing the, seeing the best, like really believing the best in the world. But also one big thing about Pisces is it tends to be very spiritual or very intuitive. If you're not mm -hmm. already spiritual, very intuitive, what comes up for you as when I say that this is how people see you? Well, I see myself sometimes too. I think I'm very, very intuitive. Like what we were saying before with, um, with me kind of like gathering the energy of people and, and, and kind of feeling how they are from the, from, from the get go basically so yeah the intuitive part for sure the empathy part as well um but but i'm genuine about it so like eh, maybe that's something that i really sh it's in me too so i show to people too so yeah i i agree with those amazing beautiful now here is the really interesting part of all of this the rising sign is the problem you're here to solve on this planet in this lifetime. It's what your soul's work is. Your soul's work is to help solve the problem of people tapping into their intuition, people tapping into their daydreams, people tapping into their empathy, people, even people tapping into the, their spirituality, like understanding that the universe has their back that almost like they don't have to do everything alone. Like when you get to the top, by the time you get to Pisces, it's like the universe has your pack. This, when you, when you start with Aries, it's me, it's me energy. I have to do it all on my own. I'm in the world with my two feet on the ground. And when you get to Pisces, it's 
teaching people how to learn how to be supported by the universe and more than themselves with that intuition, with that empathy, with that spirituality. What comes up for you when I tell you that that's what your soul came to teach others in this lifetime? Well, I am a very social person, so I love being with people. This quarantine thing is killing me, basically, <laughs> because of that. For those of us who are outgoing and love people and being around people, this is hard. So that I have a purpose that relates to other people too, to bring them up and to teach them something, I, I, I can see myself that being part of me too, yeah. Yeah, but specifically working with their intuition, maybe working with their mm -hmm. spirituality, maybe working with their tapping into their dreams. And, and it's interesting because you said you help people, um, you help entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs at their dreams. You really help support these daydreamers know that they're not alone in the process, right? right. Their, their vision, yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's a big, there, there, what comes up for me is there's a sense of that is a big part of what you're here to do. Now, it's interesting. Have you ever read your horoscope and go, yeah, this sounds like me, but sometimes it's not fully me? How I what? Say that again? Have you, have you ever read your horoscope and said, yeah, this is me, but maybe not fully, like not all the time? Yeah, yeah, no. There's always some, a few things that I can tie in, but sometimes, no, sometimes it's just not, not the, me. The reason I say that is you have a Libra stellium. And you have actually, even though you, you're born in the sign of Scorpio, you have a lot more planets and placements in Libra. Hmm. And Libra, a Libra stellium, so that means there's like a special focus of energy and how you, you actually work in the Libra energy a lot as well. And so even though your sun is in, in, in Scorpio and your rising is in Pisces, these are the key pieces to your soul's work. You're here to teach people empathy and tap into their dreams and maybe their spirituality through the research, through that psychoanalyzing, through the digging deep, through the shadow work. Because, ooh, Scorpio is also shadow work, blind spots, loving <laughs> to find what people can't find, what's missing. But it's interesting that you have this Libra stellium because Libra is the balance. It's the scales. In the tarot, it represents the justice card. Ooh, yeah, that matches me. <laughs> it, it very much, as soon as you said that you're a lawyer and I saw all that Libra, I'm like, there's no surprise that you're using that Libra energy in a very tangible third dimensional way because Libra wants, so Libra has a lot of different things that could represent her. So a lot of people see her as a little superficial because she could, she she's um, ruled by Venus. She's the, mm -hmm. um, Venus is the goddess of beauty and art and culture, but she's also the, the, the goddess of money. Um, but Libra is also the, the balance and the justice. So some people see her as the empress, that she just likes to be comfortable and wants things to be pretty. So one of the things that she does is bring beauty into the world. But the other thing that Libra does is harmony, justice. She's a diplomat. She wants things to be fair. She wants things to be right. Um, or at least balance, right? Like she doesn't like inequity. And that's very much what I understand lawyer work to be. So I'm not surprised that you, you have that in your, in your, um, so heavily in your chart. Now, an interesting placement that you have in Libra, first of all, is Mercury. Mercury represents in the third dimension, our intellect, 
But in this life path astrology, it represents our higher consciousness. And it represents what keeps us separate from others and from the work we're called to do if we're not really taking care of the relationship with Mercury. So when you have Mercury in Libra, it's almost like a warning to not lean into the shadows of Libra. So what are some of the shadows of Libra? Um, indecision, people-pleasing, because Libra, mm. wants, Libra wants everyone to be their friend. Libra wants everyone to get along. So she's going to try to make everyone happy. And, and, and sometimes she might sacrifice maybe something that's right within her because she's trying everyone else to be right and everyone else to get along that she maybe sacrifices some of her own values because she wants everyone else to be happy instead of herself. Right. Um, another thing that comes up for me with, um, a Mercury and Libra is, um, she could be a little superficial. Like she might not, you know, in some moments when her mind isn't tapped into higher consciousness, she's not accessing that Scorpio sun of going deep into the roots and she might miss details and be superficial because of that indecision and the people pleasing. Right. Okay. So how, how does Mercury play into that again? Into the Libra part? How does and so, it work? So you, have, so you have Mercury in Libra. And so what that's mm -hmm. saying is that you get to, you know, you get to watch when you're indecisive, when you're people pleasing, you get to say, oops, that's Libra, that's Mercury and Libra. I don't get to do that. You get to say, I get to access the higher consciousness of Libra, say, I get to be, I get to find compromise. I don't get to people please. Mm, okay. Cool. Right? I, I get to be a diplomat. I don't have to be indecisive. Right. Okay, cool. Right. And I think especially because sometimes when Libra is indecisive, she could be a little superficial. You get to call on your son, which is Scorpio and says, no, no, I don't get to be superficial. I get to dig deep. And then that's how we express our consciousness of equality, of justice, of harmony. Wow. That is cool. Right. So yeah. Fun. Now, there's one more piece um, to the life path astrology for like the big piece, which is the moon. So they're kind of like, I kind of jokingly call them the board of directors. You've got the, <laughs> you've got the sun, the rising, Mercury, and the moon. Now, most people know the moon to be our emotions and how we express our emotions. You've got the moon in Pisces of the 12th house, which is the natural ruler of Pisces. So it's like... <gasps> So much emotion. You really feel your feelings. You cry if you have to. You feel, like anything that is a feeling comes out as it is. You're highly empathic. You know, emotions do not evade you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's sometimes that's something that sometimes makes my job a little harder because yeah, I represent sometimes people that, you know, I, I can I feel bad for them, what they're going through. So if I get too attached or too involved in the case i suffer for them and i cry and yeah mm -hmm. so yeah this is this is true absolutely yeah. now here is where the moon so the moon represents our emotion but she's also she supports the mission she's not part of the mission but she supports mm -hmm. it so in the moments where in your soul's work of tapping into people's intuition, tapping into people's dream, tapping into people's spirituality with the work that you do, when you feel stuck, when you feel it's not working, you can nurture the moon. You get to say, oh, the moon gets to be taken care of because I'm stuck. This isn't moving. This doesn't feel right. And the way you nurture the moon is you give her what she needs. 
And so what she needs is intuition, is spirituality, is tapping into the dream and not the practicality. Because I like this, all this Pisces, these interesting Pisces placements makes me think, um, you know, you probably, I'm, I'm trying to see where you might have some earth sign. You actually don't, you don't have a lot of earth at all. Um, but your work probably makes you feel like you have to be very structured and grounded. But really, what you, what your soul came in to do is lean more on intuition, on that connecting to like the universe having your back, trusting something bigger than yourself to get the work done, to accomplish the mission. Okay. That makes sense. Do you, do you often trust on your intuition or like the universe has your back or God or whatever you want to call it when things are really tough in the work you're doing? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I pray. Um, and, and sometimes I just, I just let go kind of like let go to God or the universe or whatever it is. If I cannot fix something and it is what it is. So I, I may suffer for a few days about it or, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah at some point logic also has to play a role in all yes. this so yeah wow yeah, you, this is cool right so you you do have the research logic with scorpio scorpio is always going to be researching she's always going to be she that's your magic you're always going to be like in the work in the in the weeds mm -hmm. as they say um but when it's too much there are moments what, that comes up for me is that like scorpio is going to be scorpio really knows how to go into rabbit holes do you ever have moments where it's like <laughs> oh, I, I think I want to look into this. And then five hours later, you're like somewhere where you didn't end up starting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I have, I have ADD sometimes. <laughs> when I go looking for other things, I forget what I was doing originally. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, well, Scorpio is the rabbit hole queen. She loves to just research and research and research and get lost in information and research. And, and so, you know, what comes up for me is, you know, in the moments, there are going to be moments where you're lost in the, the, the rabbit hole of research where you get to be like, you know what, I get to take a break. I get to trust that I'm going to be led where I need to be led. And that's more the Libra part. That's, where... the, the, that's the Pisces moon. That's oh, the, the Pisces. Pisces moon. That's Pisces. Um, and so those are, those are kind of like the big pieces, but there's another big piece that I always think it's really important to talk about. Um, and for me, it's really important to talk about the North node. The North node is, um, there's a North node and there's a South node and the North node is what you came into. It's like your soul contract in this lifetime of what you get to work on. It's not easy for you. You don't do it naturally, but you came to learn it while you're doing the soul's work, because the more you do this, this plus your soul's work is when you really fulfill your ultimate soul destiny. Now, the other cool thing, are you ready for this? Is that the South node is your natural gift. It's what you were like, if you were a computer, it's the default programming, they can reset you and that programming will still be there. So your South node, which is your default programming, your gift is in Capricorn. So that is your really one of your two um, earth placements. Capricorn is an earth sign. It's represented by a goat. But what people don't understand about Capricorn is even though it's an earth sign, it's not a mountain goat, it is a sea goat. And it has a fin. 
And so it is ambitious. It represents like if, it, if, if Capricorn had a TV high school, like or an archetype in a TV show, she'd be the CEO, the lady boss. She's super ambitious. She's super into her work. She knows how to do the work. She knows how to build empires. She's not afraid to do the work and always be in right. the work. And you have it in the 10th house, which is the natural ruler of Capricorn. So it's like, you know how to work and do the work and be in the work in every way. <laughs> the interesting thing is that Capricorn, that fin represents water energy. Water energy represents emotions. So it's interesting because even though you're so ambitious and you're working hard, it doesn't mean like some of the other earth signs can be very um, direct, very analytical, not emotional. They're just only going to go on logic. Capricorn, they feel, they, you may not see the fin underneath the water, but they feel everybody's pain. They feel, they know what human pain and suffering is like because they have it in them, but they're not going to show it. It's like party on top, emo on the bottom, they're, or like a CEO on top and emo on the bottom, right? And so right. they feel the feels, but they're not going to show you because they're like, we've got work to do. So I know how you feel, but we've got things to do. And so there's like a very em like empath empathetic, emotional um, leadership that that exists that's really natural to you. But ultimately, what's really natural to you is being in the work, is being ambitious, is creating um, and building empires, right? What's not easy for you is the Cancer North Node. Your North Node is in Cancer, which is the, the North and South Nodes are oppositions. They're the opposite of each other. So it's super easy for you to be at work. You could probably be at work all day, all night, and forget that you've been at work all day or night. What's difficult for you is the cancer energy. And cancer is the mother of the zodiac. And she represents family. She represents your tribe, your community, nurturing. And so I know you're a mom and you probably love being a mom, but it's probably hard for you to feel like you know how to balance being a mom and a lady boss. Right. For sure. Yeah. Mm hmm and so you're so let's talk about that so what you came here to learn is how to do this very important work and at the same time learn how to be a mom that works okay that makes a lot of sense yeah um i'm also feeling called to say you also, it's also in the fourth house. So the fourth house is a natural house of cancer. It represents cancer energy, represents intuition, mother and community. So I'm, I'm also wondering if it's like, like the word that comes in, is it, is it tough for you to feel like you belong in a family, you belong in communities? Like even though you have friends, you're friendly, but do you feel like it's tough for you to be in family or in certain communities? Like, is that a challenge for you? I mean, I've been doing, for example, like more networking in the last couple of years and, all, and I love all that, but, but I guess, I guess that's, yeah, that's kind of like superficial in a way, right? Cause you meet people and it's, it's a connection. It's maybe a lead, but yeah, like to feel the family connection, I only have that with my kids and that's mm -hmm. it. And my sister who lives here too. Other than that, I since my parents are far away, it's just kind of, I, I guess I feel like I lost the, the source that connected us all because my parents are far away. So in a way, yeah, I feel like a little bit disoriented with the, with the family concept mm -hmm. just by being a single mom. Yeah. 
No, totally. It totally makes sense. There's a sense of like you not feeling part of a, a real family, a real tribe, a real community. Mm-hmm. And the more you create your soul family, your soul tribe, beyond being really good at building empires because you're really naturally good at I mean, how ironic is it? You're a lawyer for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Which is their daydream. And it's there. It's right there in your chart. It's literally there in your chart. And what's in your chart is saying you get to also learn what it looks like to be in a soul tribe, in a soul community. Like learn like learn how to, um you know another thing that comes up for me, it's probably hard for you to create boundaries for certain things. Um cancer like think about a mom a mom is really good at taking every care of everyone else instead of herself Mm -hmm. yes that's for sure Mm -hmm. and so you get to learn to to really also carve space it doesn't mean that you get to release being an empire builder but you get to learn how to carve space and and make space for both okay but that doesn't like okay to me family is very important it's one of the most important things in life like yeah you know your family your family is your is it should be you know like one of the strongest connections you have in the, you know, on this earth for sure your kids your parents or you know whatever it is extended family anything so that's not so the fact that i feel like i lack that connection to that doesn't mean that i'm not considering family important right like no 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 okay. it's not that you don't think it's important it's that you've it's been a challenge for you to feel fully connected mm-hmm. in that experience feel fully exposed breath like Mm -hmm. fully dig into feeling that as fully as it has been to work and to build empires like right like like there's an imbalance in how you're expressing those up uh, different signs does that make sense yes okay you'll and it doesn't mean that you get to let go of capricorn capricorn's your natural default setting it's you get to step into being more into family more into maybe building a community i don't know i just feel like saying like you know have you ever thought of like building your own tribe your own community whether it's outside of work or maybe like you said you do this networking maybe you created like a special community that's really dedicated to this tribe this that you specifically work with i actually had thought this is funny because i was thinking for a few years now to create like my own networking group particularly for for women so for women entrepreneurs and things like that so but i've never really done it because of lack of time you know those things that happen (laughs) life gets in the way but yes um and let me just remind you that cancer is the mother figure the woman figure of the zodiac Mm -hmm. right so it totally makes sense that you're being called to that because that's the challenge it's like when are you going to make time to connect to those that women that woman tribe that's that's going to help you grow and here's the thing right your soul's destiny is to build or connect so because it's either you build your own community or you connect to the one that that fits for you so that you can learn to grow into that and when you when you get it grow into that you're actually going to be to able to express your soul's work more quickly because the challenge connects with that soul's work you need to grow into that community to really express that soul's work of that Pisces rising. Now, here's the other cool thing. Your soul's brilliance. Where you shine is when you connect your south node, that cancer energy to Pisces. When those two are combined, you are magic because you're using your intuition to really connect to that empire building energy. Nice. Okay, good. 
Awesome. So just because we're beginning to run to like, we're starting to get to the end of the session, I want to talk probably about two more pieces. First is Saturn. Saturn's the father figure of the Zodiac. He is a disciplinarian. He's a little strict, but when you do, when you guys work together, he's going to want to reward you. And you have Saturn in Libra. So, and just to let you know, Saturn is the natural ruler of Capricorn and in like 10th house. So it's all that Capricorn work, work, work energy. In fact, I always joke when I see Capricorn 10th house or Saturn, I think work, 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 work. <laughs> um, so Saturn's like the CEO dad. He's got the briefcase and the tie. And remember Libra's like kind of like the Empress and the justice card. So Saturn's going to be like, listen, if they, they were getting together for tea, to, to really work on your soul's work. So I'm going to be like, listen, I want to reward you, but you've got to stop being indecisive. You've got to stop people pleasing. Once you let go of that, we're going to, you know, I'm going to be able to reward you. I'm going to fund your business. I'm going to get you new clients. I'm going to get you to where you need to be. He also represents your leadership style. So from a leadership perspective, Libra is a just, fair, balanced leader, right? So you're not super like, you know, you're very balanced. You're very fair. People find you probably as a very fair leader. Um, that's what comes up for me. Um, and then the last piece is um, Jupiter. I like to end with Jupiter because Jupiter is a planet of expansion, fortune, good luck. And you have um, Jupiter in Scorpio. Ooh. And so there's a sense of um, with the work you do, you know, there's probably you, you, you do really well. You get good luck when you do a couple of things. Probably, first of all, when you really do the research, when you dig deep, like when you leave no stone unturned, it's like you find that magic little piece that really helps you go to the next level or helps your client get to the next thing or help you really like uncover magic in the work you do. Um, the other thing that comes up for me is like the word that comes up for me is also transformation. I don't know why that word is coming up for me just because I think about Scorpio and like the death and the rebirth and the new chapters, but there's a sense of like, I don't know if you've gone through transformation in the work you do, if you've changed and created new ways of being in the work you do, but there's probably like every time you ended something and started something new with the work you do or your soul's mission, there's been new opportunities for you. Okay. Yeah. What comes up for you when I say that? Well, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm thinking this is a reading of like the present or the future or it's, like so that. That's a great question. So the, the yeah. birth chart is, it's like your soul's contract when you came into this planet, onto this mm -hmm. earth. And so it's telling you what are the energies that exist in your contract that you've carried the whole time. And the more you understand where these things are, the more you can use that in the present to continue to grow in the future. And, okay. and, and to also probably see your patterns from the past. Cause you'd be like, Oh, I used to do that a lot. Like I've read for people who are like maybe in their later ages of life. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I used to be like that. Where were you when I was in my twenties? Because I already healed, I uh, healed that North node. For example, I already work with clients who, because they've already done the work, they've already fixed or not fixed, but healed the North node or grown into their North node. So this is more about understanding where the planets are in which signs to continue to help your souls grow on this lifetime while you're still on this lifetime. 
Okay. Yeah, because the the last thing you said about transition and changes, yeah, there have been changes in the, in the last few years, particularly at, in my work at different areas of law, different things that, that I've been getting into and started to practice that I didn't do before. But I wonder if that means that there are more changes coming. I don't know. Or or is this, you know? That's a great question. I, yeah. I, what I want to tell you, that's, that's excellent. I would say, don't fear transitions, new chapters, endings and beginnings, because that's where growth and opportunity happens for you. Because you have it in Scorpio in the eighth house, which is all of the endings and beginnings, endings and beginnings. Okay. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it because you might find better things that come out for it, right? Like you ever think about like, People think like something really bad happened, what we perceive be happen. And then all of a sudden, like in retrospect, you're like, wow, had that not happened, then I wouldn't have done this and I wouldn't have gone here and I wouldn't have met. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. So, I got laid off twice. And if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't get laid off at that time in my life, I wouldn't have ended up starting my own business. So, yeah, that's for sure. Exactly. And that's the energy of, of Jupiter in the, in the, in Scorpio saying, Every time something ends, it's actually for your highest good. A good thing. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Wow. This was awesome. Awesome. So what was your biggest aha moment? My or takeaway? Aha moment. Well, I love all the justice thing, obviously, because that was absolutely reflecting who I am. But I am a very, very deep, emotional uh, connected to to people and to myself type of person i mean i am always about emotions yeah so that is that i feel that is my core personality and what makes me you know maybe different than other lawyers and other people that you see that like yeah i keep a straight face but but things really get me like in in, mm -hmm. in people's problems really really they form they, they make a part of, of of who i am and i try, always trying to solve everyone's problems so I, I think that that is definitely there somewhere yeah. and i'm and i'm glad to hear about the, about the community and all that that's something that, that i didn't you know it's something that, that i've been thinking about but i've never done it so i guess it's, it's you know the universe is telling me to so yeah it's time very cool very cool yeah Awesome. awesome. Well, thank I you love for it. Booking thank you, this. Yana. It's been so awesome. Thank you so much. I'm going to 